Another edition of Fighting Words and the Fighting Words News Network. Fighting Words is brought to you each and every night in grateful appreciation to the men and women of the United States Armed Forces, the men and women of police and fire services, the doctors and the nurses in the hospital, 
the wonderful people to clean up after them. And there's really great people in the supermarkets who keep our shelves stocked during this pandemic. We appreciate each and every one of you. Tonight's program is, uh, is dedicated to a young man who has about 15 years of service with the Sarasota County Sheriff's Office. He responded to a burglary in progress, an armed burglary in progress, uh, on uh, when Thursday morning. Uh, unfortunately, uh, as he entered the, the building, uh, the uh, suspect uh, had a 19-inch machete and uh, swung it and took a, a good part of his hand. Uh, that they're trying to uh, to re- reattach, uh, but because of the swelling and everything, he hasn't been able to go to surgery yet. But uh, this is this tonight's uh, program is dedicated to uh, Deputy Eric Ellis, the Sarasota County Sheriff's Office. Um, tonight uh, we have a very special guest on with us. It's uh, Bob is an international uh, boxing official. Um, He's also he's also very special to uh, to us, and I'll explain that when Bob comes on. But uh, just so everybody will know, tonight it, on this date, uh, 17 years ago, uh, we started Fighting Words. This is our 500th program, and uh, I want to thank everybody who listened, because we really appreciate you. But I most surely want to thank everybody that contributes. Uh, Bob, Kai, uh, uh, Zito, Caden, Tony, Aaron, and uh, Evan, rather, I'm sorry, and anybody else that helps contribute. Uh, it's been a great run, and we continue, we hope to continue. Uh, if uh, anything happens to me, Caden will be taking over the board, Caden and Brady, and uh, we hope to go, keep it go to 34 or their grandkids take care of it, too. So it's been fun. But, uh, let's get into tonight's program and uh, welcome uh, Bob and his lovely wife. Uh, they're uh, driving around uh, in their uh, exclusive mobile in Southern California. And uh, Tony, what do you think about uh, Tiafimo Lopez? It's a, he got a, TX, a TKO over Campo. Uh, uh, yeah, a, ba- a bunch of background. What was the female what? No, it's uh, Tiafima Lopez. It was his fight. He oh, Tiafima, uh, I'm sorry. Campo. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I suspect, I think I even said that last week, that, uh, you know, Teal, that's a hard one to beat. Man, he's tough. That was incredible, though. He's uh, He's top-notch. Yeah. Okay. Um, Caden, uh, you uh, had some uh, um, predictions last week. Do you want to review those? I, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. <laughs> I got no clue. <laughs> Call the deli, Tony. <laughs> yeah. And some memory meds. Yeah. All right. How about uh, uh, Marlon uh, Vera uh, versus uh, uh, who was it? Uh, Dominic Cruz. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. That one. That one I got right. Okay. Who's <laughs> that one I got right? I, know, I don't remember the other one. You got this right. I don't remember okay. the other one. 
<laughs> I don't remember the other. I only remember the ones I got right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Cancel um, that last sandwich. <laughs> exactly. Those other ones never happened. Only this one happened. Um. Go ahead, so. Yeah, it was. It was. You know, everybody knows if if you've been watching if you've been watching uh, UFC for a while or MMA in general, you know who Dominic Cruz is. He's an absolute legend of the fight game. You know, it, I think I feel like it all comes down to his style. He kind of has a style that nobody's really ready for. You can't really prepare for Dominic Cruz. He fights so differently, and he comes out every single fight in a different way. You know, he's he's very fast. Um, he's kind of lost his power a little bit, as you can see in that that Cheeto Vera fight. But he still had the volume. He still had his 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 weird head movements, his weird body movements. Um, but I, I did notice that that Cheeto, who who I thought was going to win the fight, I remember that um, was he, his takedown defense was very good. His takedown defense was very good. And when it came to Dominic Cruz, who comes in there and, you know, he, Dominic Cruz, he'll, he'll stand up with you. He'll, he'll, he'll fight with you. He'll strike with you. But I feel like where his, the part of his game where he's the best is on the ground. And Cheeto knew this. He, did, he wasn't going to let him take advantage of him on the ground. He wasn't going to let him, you know, lay on him. He wasn't going to let him sub him. He wasn't going to let him, you know, get in the ground and pound or anything. So I, I appreciate Cheetah for really putting in work, putting in hours in the camp to perfect his takedown defense. And, mm-hmm. and and I think the reason why it was such a vicious knockout and because it it was um, it happened the way it did is because of Dominic Cruz's style and because of Cheetah Man's fight I think I think when you go Mm-hmm. That was that was one hell of a head kick, and, and you see Dominic Cruz sways his head a lot, and when he moves and lunges to the right, he'll drop his head and put his hands up, and and Cheeto saw that, and and he, if he threw a body, if he threw kind of a head slash body kick, you know, a low head kick, kind of, mm-hmm. um, you know, I I think he knew that he would catch him right in the chin, uh, and I'm pretty sure he had a, he had a nice uh, conversation with his corner. He's a he's a really good coach. A really good corner behind him, a very good fight IQ mind. And you know, through the throughout the entire fight, Cheeto was hurting him. You know, Cheeto has a lot more power than Dominic Cruz. He might not be quicker, he might not come with the volume, but he makes up with it. And it's power. It's kinda of like uh, quality over quantity, you know. Um okay. but I think it was I think it was a great fight fought by both fighters. Um I if I was Cheeto I would do nothing different. I think he fought mm-hmm. his fight. What do you think, Bob? Uh, I, I agree with everything Kate has said. You know what I mean? Donald Cruz is a legend. Uh, and uh, it's uh, you know, bad to see him go down. But again, age will catch up with anybody. And Barron uh, just had the power and caught him you know, good timing and just put it together. Evan? Okay. Um, Bob, 
what do you think about uh, Nina Nunez uh, when on her split decision with uh, uh, what was it, Rikina? Rikina? Last week, I didn't see that one. I haven't taken. Yeah, Nina okay. Nunez uh, when she retired. Um, that was a, that was a good fight. I was surprised that she had retired after that. She looked really good in that one. Uh, mixing up pretty much everything. The crowd was booing, which I didn't understand. It was a pretty exciting fight for um, mm-hmm. what it was. So I was really surprised that she had retired. Mm-hmm. Okay, Caden. Caden. <laughs> um, I happened. I I didn't really. I didn't catch that fight actually. Okay. All right, let's go. Uh, let's switch over to boxing. Uh, Tony, what do you think of uh, David Lemieux uh, retiring? Yeah, yeah, he had to. That's. I think it was time. He's still good. He's still fast. He just isn't going to win against the competition that's out there right now. I, you mm-hmm. know, and it showed this last time he fought, and you know, he just took a beating. Um, was it Benavidez when he and Benavidez fought? I mean, I just I, I knew it was it for him. I could just tell he was going to throw the towel in after that one. But um, mm-hmm. it, it's just time. There's too many people that are better than than he is right now in the game. If if he changed weight classes, I think he'd have a better chance. I don't even know whether or not going up or down would help him. Probably down, but. There's so many good fighters out there right now. I just it, he's just not uh, he's just getting older and just not in the loop anymore. Yeah, he's a little old to be changing the weight classes up. Yeah, and survive, yeah. don't you think? Yeah, I don't. It's not good. I mean, he made the right move. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. It's uh now. All right. Here's another one for you, Tom. Terrence Crawford came out in the rags. Every rag I saw this week claiming to be the best pound-for-pound pound fighter in his weight class. True or false? I would probably have to say false. Mm-hmm. Well, you would be right. Okay, no poo sandwich for you tonight. Um, no treat. I'm waiting for Zito <laughs> or uh, Ty to come on this. If there's to answer that one too. Um, yeah, I, Crawford is awesome. He's definitely up there. He's to go that far with what you said. I I don't think so, but I mean he's definitely yeah. he's definitely a top dog now. What with this Spence fight coming up? He, you know, I this is going to separate the men from the boys. And mm-hmm. the word is I don't know where I read or heard this, but the word was that they used to be sparring partners back in the day, and the arrow would they were. actually beat him. Yeah. If they that were. still stands and, uh, true, that that is, that is confirmed? Yeah, yeah. It, I'll tell you who they, they also uh, had uh, in that, that uh, same uh, um, club was uh, – um, well, God, I'm going to train for it here. Um, the kid from uh, – uh, St. Pete uh, Caden, what's his name? Uh, God, we just, uh, I just looked there and, and saw him yeah. Huh? 
What was it? Oh, oh, um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. His name's slipping me at the moment. He, uh, they just had a baby last year. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the baby, what happened to Andrew? Uh, what happened to Bruno? He just went off the deep end. Or was he afraid to uh, get in the ring? Nah, he's scared. I, I don't know. I think Ty and, and Z, maybe, and Bob probably all disagree that, you know, he's not scared of anything. I, I think maybe you call it just at the very beginning there. He just, something mentally happened. You know, I he, don't know. That that was that, very strange. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's, uh, he's very big. He's from Wachula. He's very big in Wachula. You know, he's, uh, when he has a big purse, he uh, goes to, like, uh, some manufacturers and buys uh, a whole bunch of uh, things for a reasonable price and brings them out and distributes them to the poor kids in uh, in Wachula. Um, and he makes donations to their churches and things like that. And he, basically, he's got a good heart. He just can't keep it together mentally. And, uh, you know, you wonder if there isn't some psychotropic stuff going on in the in the back there, maybe, uh, whatever. But uh, uh, it's a shame. He, uh, I'm sure that he's going to end up like uh, Dave Jacob with uh, pugilistic dimension. And uh, uh, I just uh, happened to see Dave the other day. There's a guy who worked, fought uh, James Tony. He, he fought all the big names uh, back in the day. And uh, he was standing in front of the hospital. He looked uh, completely bewildered. And I, I walked up to him, and, and at first he didn't know me, and then he realized who I was. And uh, he was trying to go see a friend of his who was in the hospital. The problem is with between the house or between the car where he has it written down and the front door of the hospital, he forgot who he was going to see. Uh, uh. And you, you hate to see things like that. Uh, because he's, yeah. he was—he really is a good guy, and he raised two tremendous boxers, two tremendous sons, uh, Adam and Aaron, and uh, uh, they and themselves had their own uh, their own good fights, and, and uh, they, now they both have uh, very, very, very lucrative gyms. So, and they're training kids to in Golden Gloves, and train, now training a couple boxers. But uh, uh, we'll have to wait and see when we get to that. But uh, uh, I digress. Sorry about that. Uh, see, I yeah, think you were right. uh, referring to you were referring to Thurman earlier, weren't you? Yeah, that's what it is. Keith Thurman. Because Thurman thinks yeah. that he's got a shot at the winner of that fight. Uh, uh, I just saw him about two weeks ago up at the gym, and uh, he had mentioned that. And uh, uh, we're going to have uh, Dan Birmingham on. Uh, in two weeks, uh, Dan's been with him from the time he was 13 until now, and uh, uh, we'll see what he has to say. Uh, I I yeah. love Thurman. I think he's a great fighter, but I don't know if that he's necessarily the next in line for that one. But uh, I I don't know. I mean, I would love to see it, but I think they're. Uh, well, I don't know. We'll just have to see what happens. But it's going to be interesting because nobody knows. Which way this one could go? One bad shot and get in the whole thing. So, yep. yep. Hey, Ty, welcome. Hey, greetings, all. Forgive me for being late, please. 
Hey, Ty. Yeah, no problem. Hey, how's everyone doing? I hope all is well. Good, good, good. Ty, we were just talking about uh, Crawford making a, a statement this in the last few weeks that uh, he's the one, number one pound-for-pound pound, uh, best fighter in the, in the country. What's your well, in the country, I can't argue with that. In, 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 in the United States, yeah. If he's yeah. he sitting in the country, I definitely can't argue with that. I uh, mm-hmm. personally don't think there's an American boxer who I would rate over Crawford. In the world, that's something different. Um, I think mm-hmm. Crawford has a case, specifically with uh, more recent losses of Canelo Alvarez and Teofimo Lopez. But there is mm-hmm. a combatant from the Ukraine, or I'm sorry, from Ukraine, that is incorrect, from Ukraine, who also has a very strong case at being the number one pound-for-pound guy in the game. So. Uh, Evan, what do you think about uh, Paulo Costa and uh, Ruckhold? I think that'll be an interesting fight. Uh, Paulo Costa making weight the way that he did. He looks shredded. He looks ready. Luke Ruckhold, he's been out for a minute, but he's looking ready as well. Um, I think Paulo Costa gets it done within two rounds, though. He's looking ready to go. Um, ready to climb the ranks again. Okay. Uh, what do you think, Bob? Yeah, I, I agree with Evan. Um, Paul Costa, I mean, he's not my favorite guy in the world, but, but he, he's pretty good. Okay. Um, let's see, where are we here now? Uh, Ty, uh, uh, we were just talking a few minutes ago about uh, uh, Adrian Broder as uh, as fight tonight with Figueroa. Um, Do you think that's going to work or not? Well, actually, Adrian Broder pulled out last week. Uh, yeah. fighting mental yeah. health issues, and he was replaced by Sergey Limpinus. Um, with that being said, uh, Limpinus is a very dangerous fighter. I don't know uh, how in shape he was. I don't know uh, what his status was coming into his fight, taking his fight on short notice. Some guys uh, have fights coming up. I wasn't familiar with his schedule. Um, I was kind of surprised that, that he took the fight. But he's a tough fighter. But, again, I would mm-hmm. expect him to be a little up against it coming in on two weeks' notice against Figueroa. Uh, in regards to Adrian Boner, when someone cites mental health, you kind of have to wait and see what's going on with them. Um, specifically, before me, before I ever cast judgment, um, you just wish him well and, and wish him to return back to, uh, to the ring eventually. Mm-hmm. All the the, uh, the WBC gave uh, Tyson Fury two weeks to decide uh, what he's going to do. Um, what's your thoughts on that, uh, Ty? Is no, he I think it's interesting because he has the issue to fight again. He wanted to fight Derek Tesora, uh for whatever reason. Um, however, uh, you know, it was always bandied about that he would fight 
the winner of Usyk Joshua too, and specifically with him being stripped up, well, you know, vacating the ring lineal championship. So these guys were fighting for not only the unified title but the ring title as well. So uh, with, I honestly think with Usyk winning, again, my favorite fighter, with Alexander Usyk winning, I do believe that there is less incentive for Tyson Fury to come and fight uh, Usyk. I think he still may do it. I wouldn't be surprised if he fought Usyk. Obviously, the check is there for that. But I do particularly think if Joshua had won, and won convincingly, uh, if he had gone out there and knocked Usyk out, then I do think Tyson Fury would be lured because it'd be a huge domestic battle uh, in the UK, obviously, with, you know, historic ramifications. Usyk doesn't mm-hmm. quite offer him that type of, uh, you know, event. However, it still would be, you know, should, again, be the undisputed champion. Something Tyson Fury has not accomplished. So. Well, no, he did when he beat Klitschko, so that's it. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to go off and get, uh, get Bob on, but uh, Bob, what's your thoughts on uh, uh, Cyborg versus Harrison? that PFL is trying to put together. Is it Peterpol or Bellator? PFL. Oh, oh, oh. All right, so Bellator, I think, is offering is it a million to PFL. PFL is offering multiple, a million to show, two million to win. So good for PFL coming in with the money. And and uh, Cyborg is a beast. That Harrison, we talked about her a while back. She's that big, buff, blonde uh, judo chick, you know. Um, so that'll be a great fight. Um, the weight-wise, uh, though, I think they're going to have to meet in the middle. Um, I don't know if Cyborg's going to cut all the way down to her weight, but they're pretty close in weight, so I think it'll be a catch weight. But uh, that will be a really interesting fight, and I think that will be Harrison's debut, right, in the PFL, right? Oh, that be Cyborg. Oh, Cyborg. All right. So, um, but, yeah, so that'll be a, that, that should be a fantastic fight. And I'm really – uh, really stoked for the PFL and, and Bellator for climbing the ranks and putting some pressure on the UFC, paying the fighters what they deserve. Evan? Yeah, I agree with everything that Bob said on that. Uh, One million to show up and two million to, to win. Um, I like the chances of it because Bellator has done this before with their uh, with Risen in Japan uh, doing the cross-promotion fights. Um, yeah, and the weight. Uh, Chris Cyborg's champion at 145 and Kayla Harrison's champion at 155. They'll probably have to meet in the middle at 150. Um, but, yeah, I like the chances of that happening. Very good chance of that happening, like you said, because Bellator has done a cross-promotion with Ryzen. Also, Bellator has allowed and continues to allow some of their marquee fighters to compete in other events, per se. For instance, today, Michael uh, Venom Page fought uh, Mike Perry. In a BF in a bare knuckle fighting uh, fight, I don't know the results of that. I haven't had a chance to check that out yet. But again, he's one of Bellator's guys, homegrown guys, stars that they allow to do that. So if the money's there, and I think if Cyborg wants to fight, Scott Coker and company will allow that to happen. Hey guys, we're joined uh, by uh, our first guest, and uh, um, I, I, I want to do a little prelude here. As I told you at the beginning of the program, uh, today, uh, 17 years ago today, uh, we started this program. Uh, it was uh, Aaron Jaco, 
uh, Adam, Jaco, Bobby, and I. And uh, our very first guest is, uh, was uh, a guy that uh, we had known that played football for us, uh, was very heavy into the, to the sport, um, a man who is uh, above reproach in everything he ever has done. I mean, I've seen him uh, in action both as, as locally, and uh, I've watched him, uh, had the honor of watching him uh, professionally in, uh, in boxing. Uh, he's a drive time guy at, uh, with, uh, uh, is that iHeart Bob you're with now? Yeah, it's uh, CBU 104.9 FM. Yeah. Um, Bob is a, is a tremendous guy. Uh, he uh, has done uh, many, many um, boxing matches uh, uh, internationally, and we're going to talk about a couple of those uh, today. But he was our very first guest. And for our 500th program, I wanted to make sure that we had our very first guy, a uh, guy who's at the top of the market of everything. Uh, he even uh, gives plenty of his time uh, locally to uh, charities around the uh, Sarasota and Charlotte County. So uh, without further ado, uh, and we have uh, Mr. Bob Alexander. So Bob, Good evening, uh, gentlemen. How are you all? Good evening. Good evening, We're sir. We're doing great. We're doing great. It's an honor Bob, to be tell here. Us about uh, you're always, uh, you've always been a, been, been one of the top guys. Like I'm sitting here looking at a picture that you signed for me uh, about 10 years oh. ago. I got it off of my wall. Oh, wow. You and your red tie. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Still wearing it. Still using it. Yeah, I, I bet you. That was your tra- was always your trademark. So Bob, uh, tell us about the shows. That you, you just told me you're going, going overseas this year. Uh, tell us about the shows you're going to do. Yeah, things are going to start getting busy. Summer slowed down a little bit, but uh, I've actually uh, got a, some, several boxing shows coming up. Uh, I've got a bare-knuckle show down in Miami coming up next weekend, and then I'll be off uh, for the Labor Day weekend. And after that, I've got uh, a show in Tampa, uh, two shows in Miami in September, and then everything gets crazy. Um, first week of October, I'm off to Jamaica, man, to do uh, a pro Whoa. fight there. I haven't had professional boxing in Jamaica in quite a while. And uh, Mr. Archie Keaton, who has been working with us with the Hall of Fame also, he's uh, putting on a great show over there and has asked me to come over to announce. So that'll be the, the second week of uh, October. Then... As soon as I get back from Jamaica, less than uh, probably three or four days later, I'll be getting back on a plane and joining the BYB Bare Knuckle Crew as we go over to Merry Old England, to London, for a live show over there. And I've never been to England before, so I'm so excited. Good. Yeah. Um, where, where, uh, the other thing I forgot to say is that Bob is also a uh, member, board member of the uh, Florida uh, Boxing Hall of Fame, um, and is not only that, but he's an inductee, and he uh, he represents them very well. Uh, the uh, Bob, what's the what's your thoughts on uh, tonight's fight? Music, uh, 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 Josh. Excuse me. 
Yeah, Jasper will use it. Who's sick? Who's sick? Who's sick? Well, he won. I got it. I got to agree. I got to go with who's sick. I just think he's the the better fighter. I think he's the tougher fighter. I just don't trust Joshua's chin, to be perfectly honest. And uh, I just think Usyk's going to be too much. So I don't know if you guys noticed, Mm -hmm. but the fight already happened. I I watched it. on the road. Oh, um, okay. With the, uh, a quote-unquote not-so-legal stream, but I was out working. I had to do what I had to do. Um, <laughs> very, very good fight. Joshua fought a much better fight. Usyk won a split decision. Um, he won uh, a clear he, decision. He, he probably won. Most people agree he won 8-4. to four. Uh, One judge gave Joshua the nod on the cards by 115-113. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of people are kind of complaining about that particular scorecard. But the right guy won. Joshua counted himself much better. His game plan was smarter. Um, but Usyk was just too good, too nimble, too slick. Um, and he did what he had to do again. It was just a better version of the first fight, a more competitive version of the first fight, but very similar to the first fight. And as the rounds wore on, um, Usyk started to pull away. But Joshua was very threatening throughout the fight. He hurt Usyk a couple of times, caught Usyk with a good right, uh, caught him with some good body shots that really had Usyk aggrieved, I'd say. Uh, but overall, Joshua hit him with some punches but could never really get him wobbled or in any significant danger of, of, of dropping to the canvas. And Usyk, by and large, was just – you know, a step ahead, a punch ahead, the whole fight. Great fight, yeah. great fight. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that's good to go into. Uh, you know, Ty, you were talking about uh, the uh, Figueroa fight tonight. Uh, Bob, what's your thoughts on it? Which one, Frank? I could, I'm sorry, you broke up. I couldn't, I couldn't hear you on my end. Okay. Uh, it's uh, Figueroa and Leipzig. This is a fight where Broner was supposed to fight until he, uh, he uh, uh, fell out. I'll be perfectly honest, Frank. I, I have I have a, I have not seen much information on that one from my end, and I apologize. I should have done my homework, but okay. um, uh, it's been okay. a it's been a bear of a week here, and I I I didn't have a whole lot of time to do a lot of uh, research, and I apologize. No problem. Ty, no what's your thoughts again? Uh, you know, being as though limping it, Sergey limping it, um, if you remember him, uh, featherweight is 140, he's fought up as high as 147. Uh, you guys might have remembered him giving Mikey Garcia a somewhat competitive fight a few years back, um, but he's typically lost whenever he stepped up. This fight against Figueroa would be an interesting fight if uh, I knew the status of Limpinitz coming in, if he had been fighting uh, regularly, but I don't know if he had a fight scheduled. I don't know what his status was when he took this assignment on a week and a half notice. So, uh, Figueroa, when he has, when he's on his game, he's he's tough out. He's not the best of the two brothers. Brandon's the guy, but uh, Omar, when he's on his game, he's tough out, and I don't think he's the kind of guy who you uh, typically are going to be able to beat on a week's notice unless 
massive, significant size advantage or something. So uh, I think limping it's, it could be up against it tonight, but, you know, he's a tough, durable guy. So you never know what you'll say. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, Bob. Uh, Bob G. Um, A.J. McCain versus uh, Patrico Pitbull uh, on 280 Spellator 286. What's your thoughts? Um, McCain versus Pitbull, I mean, that'll be a good fight. Bellator is doing a lot of good things. I didn't do a whole lot of research on that one. I'm really stoked for what Bellator is doing with their no-fight program, though. Um, they're going to break out into uh, a fight show just like uh, the UFC had, kind of like a tough challenge. And that'll be cool because they're bringing back, uh, uh, like, uh, superstar be the coaches, like uh, um, Randy Couture, Frank Shamrock, even talking Greg Jackson. Um, so there will be a lot of stuff. Bellator is really making a move. But sorry, I don't got my research on those two. Okay. Evan? Evan, what do you think? Yeah, we both didn't see that one. He's in the back seat. He's shaking his head. You know what? I, I, I could speak to that. So, we we all know that uh that AJ McKee initially beat uh the older Pitbull brother, the more accomplished one, for the featherweight title. Uh they had the rematch and Pitbull came back and won. Patrick Pitbull came back and Patricia, I'm sorry. Pitbull came back and won the title. AJ McKee had always said he was going to move up to one fifty five. He is and he's moving up to challenge Pitbull's other brother Pitbull's brother. Uh, Patricky Pitbull. And so this will be their first fight up at 155. Uh, the, the, the one that McKee just fought, uh, Patricio, is known as the better of the two. Uh, I would expect McKee to go in maybe as a slight favorite, but it's still a very good fight because both of those brothers are, are Pitbulls. So uh, it's a very good fight. It's pretty good matchmaking as well. Okay. Right. Uh, oh, they have a legal license to be breeding all those pitbulls. Okay, Caden, what do you, what's your thought? Um, Kato? sadly, I do not know. I, I do not watch a lot of uh, uh, Bellator. So, hmm. is that right? I, I've heard okay, of pitbull. Uh, uh huh. All right, uh, Bob. I mean, uh, Tony. Make it make it a breakfast order for uh, for Caden. I'll make it a double. Yes, sir. All <laughs> right, here we go. Yeah, uh, Bob Alexander, what do you think of uh, Badu Jack uh, and his uh, split decision over uh, Rivera, Richard Rivera? Well, I'm not real surprised by that outcome. I mean, I I kind of I was expecting Jack to win that fight. Um, Mm-hmm. Sounds like it might have been a little bit tougher than maybe maybe he even thought. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, what you think uh, Badu's, Badu's getting up there in age. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I think it's starting to show. <laughs> you know, simple as that. Um, he was never uh, an explosive athlete. He was a guy. One, one thing I liked about Badu Jack is he was a guy you saw get better progressively toward you know, after every each fight. Per fight, he got better. 
He was a guy who really learned the craft and applied it. Um, athletically, he always had a ceiling. And now that he's in his late 30s, these things are starting to dissipate. And uh, he had a much tougher fight than uh, I think any of us were expecting. Mm-hmm. Like Bob said, including Badu himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bob, who you uh, when you when you're going up to Tampa? Who do you, who uh, who do you have in the, the, the fight? Do you know? Are you talking you talking to me, Frank? I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When you work, uh, actually, when it's you, uh, it's a, it's a show being promoted by uh, Phil Alessi. Uh, mm-hmm. So it'll be mostly, you know, the local Tampa Bay area fighters. They'll, they'll bring in a few kids from out of town. But he's got a couple of young guys. Uh, Iron Alvarez is a, is a popular fighter in Tampa, and he'll be on the card. And he's looking to bounce back after a, a pretty surprising loss down in Miami. So um, he's excited about having him on the card. And the show is actually held uh, on the second floor of the main factory for Alessi Bakery. He's got a gym up there, a ring, and uh, about 500 seats. So it's a uh, pretty neat little setup, you know, for a, a kind of yeah. a club show. But uh, they always pack them in, and, uh, you know, yeah. Phil and his people always put on a good show. Hey, there was a local fighter that uh, used to fight out of the Forest Street gym uh, for Dan, uh, Mikhail Teal. Uh, he seemed to be coming along and coming along, and all of a sudden he just disappeared. Do you have any idea what happened there? I, I, you know what? That that name does not ring any bells. So it must have been at a time when I wasn't doing enough, much announcing up in that area, or uh, something else was going mm-hmm. on. But that I, you know, I've done a lot of fights up in that area over the years, and that name it just doesn't ring a bell. Yeah, I had. We should, uh, we should talk I about was the up fight to tonight. See, uh, what's up? Good. We should talk about the fights tonight. Go ahead. So, um, yeah, the, the UFC uh, 278 is um, is tonight with uh, Usman and and um, Usman and Leon Edwards too, and Komain is Paulo Costa and Luke Rockhold. Luke Rockhold coming off of a a a, um, a big break from from MMA. You know, he's he's a big veteran fighter. Um, people remember him from from being light heavyweight champ. Uh, from, from fighting, you know, guys like Michael Bisping, you know, just hanging up there with the best. And some may know him from uh, Hollywood because he was an established actor. Um, and he's fighting Paula Costa, who is no sort of an absolute brute. Um, and uh, he, he's he's coming off of a loss from uh, the uh, from a Marvin Vittori at, at a catchweight, but. Um, yeah, this this fight should should definitely be interesting to kind of lead up to the the Usman fight. You you have you know Paulo Costa who comes in there, and he's he's a very aggressive fighter. I mean, he, when he goes in there, he likes to be on top of things. He likes to overwhelm you with strikes. He likes to you know kind of make you uncomfortable to the point where he can just take you out. Um, Mm-hmm. And I, compared to Luke Rockhold's style and how Luke Rockhold fights, and you know Luke Luke Rockhold's skin, you know, as as we saw in the, in the Michael Bisping fight, you know that he got sent he got sent to another he he got sent to a dimension by by you know, Michael Bisping, mm-hmm. 
You know, when he got rocked and he fell against that cage and lost his belt, that was crazy. Um, and uh, I, 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 have, I have no confidence that, that Luke Rockhold can, can stay up and actually win this fight tonight. And, and I don't think he mm-hmm. has the pace. I don't think he has the chin. Mm-hmm. I don't think he has the cardio. Um, and all, all around, Coast is the better fighter, more defined. He's younger, he's more fresh. So I, I got, I got, definitely got Costa by knockout, not by knockout, um, probably by TKO, second round. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then going into the first fight, which is actually, I think is is going to be less of like if if Usman wins, that is going to be a, less of a like it's going to be more of a surprise to me than than, than people think because. I don't think this fight is as lopsided as people say it to be. Because, you know, I've, I've talked to people and they're like, okay, Usman's obviously going to win. He's the pound-for-pound pound best. Yeah, but, you know, Leon Edwards is, you know, he's Leon Edwards. He doesn't give up. He's, he goes in there, he, he fights, you know, he, 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 um, he, has, he fights the good fight every single time. He's a lot more defined than last time they fought. Last time they fought, they were both they were both a lot uh, less, you know, a lot less um, less of the fighter than they are now. I mean, especially Usman. But I think the way that that Leon Edwards has evolved his grappling through his past fights, um, I think that's going to be a big surprise to Usman. I don't think he's going to realize that uh, he, like Leon has has evolved in, in in that much. Will he be able to? Adjust to it? Yes. Will Usman win? I think so. Um, will it be easy for Usman? No. I, I, I definitely think that it will not be easy. Um, and, and Leon Edwards, you know, he's, not, he's not the type to go on the, go on the ground and wrestle with you for, for a long time. But if he wants to stand up, if he wants to stand up with, with Kamal Usman, you know, he's, I don't think he's going to be like that power. He's going to do what Jorge tried to do. Jorge wanted to stand up with, wanted to stand up with, um, with, uh, with Camaro, and he got knocked out. That, that overhand straight, that looping, that looping straight, I mean, I, I think you don't even have to watch MMA to, to have seen that. Crazy. And Usman's power has grown absolutely tremendously. So, mm-hmm. Honestly, I, I don't think that this fight really goes to the ground that much. I think this stays up, and I think he knocks Leon Edwards out in the fourth round. I think this goes to championship rounds, and I think Leon Edwards can, can go up there. I think he can stand with him. I think if he tries to take him down, maybe he can survive on the ground. But he's definitely mm-hmm. going to get worn away. Leon is not going to be ready for how powerful Usman's gotten. Usman's gotten so much more powerful since the last time they fought. But then again, so, so is Leon Edwards. So I'm not going to be really surprised if Leon Edwards wins. You know, wow, you know, it's, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy, but I'm going to be less surprised than people think. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, the opener of the card is a really good fight where I think people are going to overlook, which, I, which is why I wanted to talk about it so much, is because these two fighters... You cannot miss the opening fight this to this to, to tonight's main card. You know, at least from from their 
from their records, you don't want to you don't want to miss this fight. From their past fights, you don't want to miss this fight. Between their in their com in their com in their combined fights, there's only been one fight that's gone to decision. These guys like to get finished, and they like to finish people. I don't I don't know what what's what's about it, but I definitely have Pedro winning. I don't I don't think this fight goes goes beyond two rounds. I really don't. You can't because um, Pedro versus Hunsucker, You know, uh, Pedro's he's he goes in there. He's very he's very more um, uh, he's very he's very more technical. He waits a lot longer, but he's very powerful. Hunsucker likes to go in there. He likes to overextend himself to get the flashy finish. He likes to get you hurt. But I think that's going to be his downfall. I think he's going to overextend himself and walk into one. And may, maybe this fight doesn't even go out of the first round. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. Evan, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, I'll go. Evan, just we just got home. Evan went upstairs. Um, so I, okay. I agree with what Caden's saying. Uh, Edwards isn't going to bring enough. I mean, Edwards is a bad man. Just Usman's on top. He's one of those guys that just floats above the, the most dominant males out there. I mean, just, you know, uh, there's a few Anderson Silva back in the day. Usman just can't, you know, uh, he's got great head movement. He's great, great athlete. He's got a great striking. Um, like uh, Caden said, you know, Edwards' ground game's coming around. That, that would be his best uh, chance at Usman. But, you know, just like going back to the Ronda Rousey days, when you got somebody on top, they all go out there and try to beat that person that person's way. And that's where you make the mistake. Holly Holm was the one who took off Rousey because she fought her own fight. Now, if Edwards goes out there and can get this to the ground and do what he can do there, maybe he's got a chance. But if he goes up and goes head-to-head, toe-to-toe with Carmen Usman, uh, I, I think, like Caden said, I – Fourth round, I don't know. I'm I'm going second or third, maybe. Uh, if it goes past that, they might even go to a decision. But that's going to be a great fight tonight. We just got home. We just turned it on. Uh, going to go ahead and buy this one tonight. This will be a phenomenal, phenomenal outing. Okay. How about uh, Leon Edwards tonight? Yeah, that's Bob? what we were just talking about. Yeah, Edwards hey, isn't okay. going to be able to stand up to Carmen Usman. So, I mean, he can't. He's not going to be able to take it to him all the way. What, what do you think about, about that? Evan, go ahead. Mm-hmm. So, Usman versus Edwards, I think, will be. It's going to be a different fight, just because both of the they fought over what in 2015, mm-hmm. seven years ago. So it's going to be a completely different fight. Uh, Edwards is going to be a different fighter. Usman's even a different fighter. Back when they fought, Usman didn't have the striking that he had. And uh, Edwards didn't have the patience that he now has, so I think that's gonna it's gonna it's gonna go the distance. I believe it's gonna be another barn burner. To uh, I mean, Edwards is an accomplished striker, and Usman is proving that he's 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 got some striking in his game as well. So I think mm-hmm. that's gonna go all the way all five rounds for Usman in a close fight, though. Okay, Bob Alexander. Uh, uh, Vasily Lomachenko is back in the country now and training for an October fight. Uh, and it looks like it's going to be Devin Haney. Uh, what's your thoughts on that one? Well, I, I, I think that's a good step for Lomachenko. I think that would be, you know, I think that would be right along where he, you know, where he's looking to go at this point. Um, 
the question is, you know, what what does you know is it is it mental with him? Is it physical? I mean, you know, what what is is going to be the thing that he's got to overcome to get where he wants to go? That's I mean, what they got to figure out with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ty, what's your thoughts? Well, Lomachenko's coming back, but he's not fighting Devin Haney. Uh, Devin Haney has a rematch with George Cambosis lined up. So uh, I forgot who is his opponent has been named. I forget offhand. It's not a marquee guy, um, which, you know, Lomachenko doesn't necessarily need to come back against a marquee guy. After everything, you know, he's been through, um, you know, with the country, uh, Ukraine and everything. Right. But he is coming back. I forget the gentleman he's fighting, but it's not Haney because, as we know, the rematch between Haney and Cambosis is coming up. So. Yeah, they just uh, – that was, I just picked that up off the trade on Monday, but okay. Um, I forgot who uh, – I literally just read earlier in the week who Lomachenko was fighting, yeah. but it, it was a gentleman – it was, you know, a journeyman-ish type fighter, and I just, I really, the name slips to my mind mm-hmm. in a minute. Okay. Hey, Don Alexander, what do you think of uh, Arthur Benavides, uh, Benavides, uh and Yardy fight coming up on the, uh, I mean, it's now been called off. Do you have any idea on that? I, I honestly, I don't, Frank. I, <laughs> I really didn't get any information on that one, and I, again, I apologize. Yeah. Uh-huh. Let me see that's what I did. Uh, I that one. All right. Well, we got uh, we did the Buddha Jack. Okay. All right. Well, that's uh, well. That really fits into a great time because. Got home. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Come on. I was going to say, we just got home and fired up the UFC. Even these prelims, I mean, when we get a card like Usman and, and Edwards, this is going to be a banging night. They, they, right now, we just turn on the prelims, and we got Fletcher versus Lusa. And this is, I mean, this is a championship-looking fight. These guys are banging it out, throwing uh, bombs, elbows. They're all bloody. I mean, tonight's going to be a striker's night. So uh, I, I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. tonight's going to be a fantastic UFC card. Good. Good. So Bob, why don't you give us uh, another rundown of uh, where you're going to be uh, locally and uh, uh, where uh, where some of our listeners can come out and see you. Oh, sure, absolutely. Um, coming up uh, a week from tonight, I'll be down at uh, – I've never been there, but I've heard about it. It's, uh, it's the Donald Trump uh, – not Mar-a-Lago. It's down in Miami. It's the Donald Trump Hotel or Resort or something like that. He's involved in it somehow. But uh, that'll be our next uh, our next show with uh, BYB, the uh, backyard or bare knuckle brawl. Um, mm-hmm. We're looking forward to that. Of course, that's uh, that's when that that triangular ring they call the trigon, which is uh, rather interesting. But uh, this bare knuckle thing just continues to take off. It's, it's getting more and more mm-hmm. people. More and more states are getting involved in it, and uh, we're looking forward to a really expansive year uh, starting in 2023 with uh, the BYD series. So we've got that next Saturday night. Uh, Labor Day weekend is off. Um, then I'll be moving up uh, to Tampa to uh, Phil Alessi's gym on September 17th, and we'll have a live boxing show there uh, with uh, some local fighters. Like I mentioned, Iron Alvarez is a very popular fighter up there. 
and he's got a number of uh, fighters that he's signed uh, in recent years that uh, always put on uh, nice fights up there in the Tampa Bay area. So that's September 17th. Uh, then I have back-to-back shows down in Miami. Uh, Friday night, September 23rd, is a gentleman by the name of Henry Rivalta. Uh He's a Florida Boxing Hall of Famer. Uh, he'll be putting on his next show down there uh, in the Miami area. And then on Saturday night, a new group that's been around for just a couple of years, but uh, really doing some terrific fights down in Miami and some really fine young uh, undefeated prospects from overseas. Uh, their uh, M&R Boxing uh, will be putting on their next show on uh, the 24th of September, and uh, I'll be enjoying that. And then uh, then everything goes crazy with the traveling. Uh, October 8th, I'll be traveling to Jamaica as uh, Archie Keaton, promoter, uh, is going to be putting on the first show in Jamaica in quite a long time. Um, he's got some, some nice-looking prospects that are training hard, so we're looking forward to a, a big event down there. And then as soon as I get back from Jamaica, I'll have a couple of days uh, to say hi to the family and uh, dogs, and then I jump back on a plane and head overseas to merry old England as BYB, mm. Bare Knuckle Boxing, has a partnership with the uh, British version of the uh, Bare Knuckle over there, and we're looking forward to doing a show on Sunday uh, October the, I believe it's the 16th. And uh, so we'll be over there for several days. Like I said, I've, I've been overseas, but I've never been to England, and I've wanted to go since I was a, a teenager. So I'm really excited to get the chance to go over and uh, work a bare-knuckle event and see what England's all about. Nice, nice. Well, those yeah. English better be careful, Bob, when they ask you how many lumps, because you'll be ready to deliver <laughs> I like it. I'll, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> well, we we, uh, we finished out my script and uh, right at uh, right at our hour, so we did a great job. Bob, thanks for taking the time out tonight to uh, to be with us and uh, to help us celebrate uh, our 17th year, starting our 18th year, and uh, our 500th show. So it's. Uh, Guys like you that well, started it to help us out to, to keep us going. It was an honor that you asked me to be on. I enjoyed being with the guys tonight. Congratulations on uh, the 17th year going into 18 and the 500 show. So proud of you. And uh, anytime you ever want me on, all you got to do is call. I'm, I'm, I'm available. Thanks, Bob. I appreciate that. Hey, all Evan, the best, you guys. Hey, Bob, Everything while you're still on, I want to apologize for last time because uh, last time you were on the show, I was supposed to meet you in Sturgis, and I felt I, I, I broke down, so I never made it. Uh, I, I didn't mean to stand you up. I hope <laughs> to meet you up in one of these days. I hope we meet up, my friend, but I appreciate the thought. Thank you. <laughs> yes, <sir. laughs> okay, Bob G., you want to leave us out? Yes, sir. Another great show. Thank you, our guest, uh, Bob Alexander. Thanks to Tony and Ty and Caden. Uh, Frank for always putting it together. Uh, appreciate my cohort, uh, Evan and the wife, uh, uh, being on the show with us as we were driving up from San Diego. Thanks for all our fighting words, uh, friends and family and listeners. We couldn't do it without you. Love you. God bless. Uh, let's keep those chin downs and eyes up. Great. Evan? 
another good show. Thanks for having me on again. I appreciate it. Hope to see you guys soon. Okay. Uh, let's see, Katie. Wow, 17 years, 500 shows. We're all here for you, Uncle Bobby. Yep. We're all still doing this for you, Uncle Bobby. It wasn't wasn't for you and your lasting impact on every single person you met. And we wouldn't be here today doing the show. We wouldn't be here today dreaming up all these amazing people talking about this amazing sport. And I want to show, say that we love you very much. We miss you very much. And I want to thank everybody for being on the show tonight. Um, it's a shame that Brady couldn't make it on, but I'm sure he'll be on uh, next week. Um, but uh, thank you for everybody being on, and make sure you watch the fights tonight, and see y'all later. Okay, love you, buddy. Tony? I'd like to thank you for having me on again tonight, especially the 500 show. Congratulations on that, Frank. That's awesome. I'm glad you've carried on this tradition. It's just fantastic and I'm honored to be a part of it and I'd like to thank the guests that came on tonight. I look forward to meeting you, sir, sometime soon since I'm down in your area and um, got some good fights coming up here in the real near future so there's going to be a lot to talk about the next few weeks or actually the remainder of the year so looking forward to being back on and getting it done. Okay. Ty? I think Katie... Caden said it best in regards to Bob, his lasting impact, and what he meant to this show and how he, he has brought us all together. Um, and with that said, Bob is our co-pilot. Coach Mel watches over us, and Dr. Chris keeps us laughing. Everyone have a safe and wonderful week. Thank you, Jack. I want to thank everybody for being on with us tonight. It's been, it's a, been a great, great run for 17 years. It doesn't seem like 500 shows that uh, it's been been wonderful, and uh, to be on with uh, guys like uh, we have here, such talent that uh, it's just uh, amazing. Um, ladies and gentlemen, these programs are brought to you each and every night of the week in grateful appreciation. To the men and women of the United States Armed Forces, men with police and fire services, the doctors and nurses at the hospitals on first line COVID, and especially those wonderful people to clean up afterwards because uh, they put themselves in harm's way also and the people that keep the shelf stocked uh, at the supermarket. Um, these programs are also dedicated to those who've lost their lives in line of duty. Deputy Robert Anthony Carroll, Patrolman Davy Curtis, Patrolman Jeffrey Polkap, Patrolman Jeffrey Yaswick, Sergeant Thomas Batinger, Detective Randy Bell, Detective Ricky Childers, San Diego Officer Mike Henry, Sergeant Thomas Wilson with Shaw County Sheriff's Office. Patrolman Charlie Condit, Tarpon Springs Police Department. Deputy Chief Mike Godwin, Philadelphia Fire Department. Lieutenant Joyce Craig Lewis, Philadelphia Fire Department. Sergeant James O'Connor, Philadelphia Police Department. Sergeant Chris Levick, Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department. Patrol, Patrolman and Officer Crispin Lakeman PD. Lieutenant Joe Zerba, Newcastle County Police. Deputy Josh Meyer, Nassau County Sheriff's Office. Captain Matt Letourneau, Philadelphia Fire Department. Captain Chris Leach, Wilmington Fire Department. Lieutenant Arth Hope, Wilmington Fire Department. Lieutenant Jerry Ficus, Art Wilmington Fire Department. Trooper Joe Bullock, Tart, Florida Highway Patrol. Trooper Kelsey Richards, Florida Highway Patrol. Chief Al Hogle, Longwood Key Police Department. Chief James Ford, 
stomach has fired equipment. My brothers and sisters, although you may be 10-7 at this point in time, sometimes we'll be 10-10 at the table of the Lord. Until that time when the roads rise up to meet you, may the winds be always at your back. May the rains fall softly in your fields, and the sun shine lightly on your face. Until we meet again, may the good Lord keep you and your families always in the hollow of his hand. Thanks, thanks a lot, and good night. Shemalek ma'yilama Shemahezahilama Sonashen Horatfet Hakuigaget ma'yilama
All units be advised, 1999 responded to his last emergency. May God rest his soul. Bob, we love you and we miss you. 